Have you always wanted to make a podcast? Well, now you can with Anchor. Anchor is a free app that has creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the Anchor app in your app store or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 2 of Words Written Well. Today's episode is called, I'll Always Regret Never Telling. Firstly, I must start at the beginning. Ever since I was a little girl, I have only ever had one family member whom would ever truly listen to me. The others were there purely for discipline and enforcing education. No emotional support, there was never any time for that. The reason I'm telling you this is because it may help some readers understand why your action a bit better. When I was in my early teens, I moved to a new country with my mother as she had found a husband via a mail order bride type of website. Nonetheless, I was in a new country where I didn't know how to speak the language, English. I had no friends or family aside from my mother and new stepfather. I started high school and had an extremely hard time adapting to everything, including home life. I was a foreigner even in my own room, it felt like. While every shelter pet is unique, some love a good game of fetch, others would rather snuggle together on the couch. However, there is one thing they all have in common. They're all pure love. Right now, millions of pets in shelters and rescues across the country are waiting to be adopted. If you're thinking about getting a pet this holiday season, make sure to visit the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, Maddie's Fund, and the Humane Society of the United States. After a while, I did start to make some new friends, some of which liked to smoke a lot of weed in between and after classes, and I would occasionally join. On one particular day, I decided to stay behind after PE and met my friend Tristan at the back of the basketball courts to smoke a couple of doobies before going home. We blaze up, listen to music, chat, and even have a little flirt before giving each other a hug goodbye. Tristan and I lived on opposite sides of the basketball court, so he turned left and I turned right. It's important to note that this, that by this time, it was very dark outside, aside from the occasional streetlight. I had passed the school and was about to reach the end of the car park when I noticed that two older guys, maybe in their 20s, stepped out of the car and one of them approached me asking for a cigarette. I didn't have one, so I said sorry, engaged in small chat, and went to continue on my way when I fell the whole back uh, back on top of my waist length hair being yanked back so hard that I immediately hit the ground. The guy that had just asked me for a smoke was now on top of me, choking me and screaming in my face. 
I still, to this day, cannot remember what he was saying. I think I just deleted that out of my brain. The other guy was still standing by the car, just watching. Buzz driving is drunk driving. And if you need to do something to feel okay to drive, you're not okay to drive. Did you know over 10,000 people lost their lives due to impaired driving fatalities in 2017? Enjoying a night out and find yourself oversharing or taking too many selfies? If the answer is yes, then you're noticing your BuzzFeed warning signs. These include over-texting, taking too many selfies, oversharing, chugging water to sober up, turning the music down to focus, chewing gum or popping mints, eating snacks to soak up the alcohol, drinking coffee to sober up, splashing water on your face, or doing jumping jacks. When you spot your BuzzFeed warning sign, call a cab, call a friend when it's time to go home. Just don't drive home. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. I started to struggle and wriggle myself loose enough to try to crawl away, but felt a blow to the back of my head and lights out. I started gaining consciousness when I felt dirt hitting my face and chest and still laying there with my eyes closed and playing dead. I realized that I'm in the process of being buried. It was all such a blur from here that before I could even think of a plan to save my ass, I heard one of them yell out, fuck this man, we have to go, the lights went on. Everything went silent and slowly opened my eyes, checking to see if the coast was clear and it was. I was all alone covered head to toe in dirt from a ridiculous shallow grave that was attempted to be made for me in a ditch behind the parking lot. Looking back, that part, the part that freaks me out the most is that I felt so insignificant that I snuck into my bedroom, cleaned myself and my clothes up before the morning, never spoke to anyone about it. The next day, I realized that the light they were referring to is the big bright lights that come on every evening over the basketball and tennis courts for private lessons. Big bright lights that probably saved my life.